0: Hello, hello, hello and welcome to the 45rpm podcast, a bit later than I was hoping, because unfortunately the first recording of this, um, well it didn't fail completely, but the audio was pretty bad as it was using the wrong microphone, so, however, I'm back, uh, and gonna go fine this time, I'm sure, so, to start us off, as always, uh, the new releases for March, so, on March 6th, we had Earth Rot with Black Tides of Obscurity. Uh, it's some death metal. Uh, it was pretty good. I didn't listen to it much after the first few listens. Uh, if you try, uh, check out one track, track out Mindkiller. Uh, then Vesera with Obsidian. Uh, this is some solid as deathcore. It was really good. It reminded me kind of of Brand of Sacrifice. So I must say I like Brand of Sacrifice still more. Because that was really good. They were really high up in my top 20 of 2019. Uh, some... Yeah, some really good deathcore, check out Lamb to the Slaughter, but really just check out the entire album. Uh, on March 10th we have Dope Lord with Sign of the Devil, this is some solid stoner metal. Uh, it's pretty much what you'd kind of expect. Uh, very similar to to uh, to Dope Throne? No, not Dope Throne. Yeah, very kind of similar to something like Electric Wizard maybe a bit. Check out Headless Decapitator, but uh, it's pretty much a solid all the way through. On March 13th, we have Carnosis with Dogma of the Deceased. There's some very good tech death. Uh, check out Total Tyranny. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's a very solid album, front to start. Some wiggly, wiggly guitars. Uh, love that shit, but it didn't really uh, stand out to me. But it's really good anyway, so definitely check it out. My Dying Bride released The Ghost of Orion, some kind of gothic doom metal. I uh, really enjoyed the long black land and uh, the old earth. Some really good tracks on there, it's very kind of slow and brooding and got some really good good vibes going on. Uh Smolder released a Dream Quest Ends EP. Uh Smolder is a very cool, old school, epic doom, heavy metal bands, uh, all that sword and sorcerer kinda of, kinda of stuff. And uh yeah, it's it's very fun, very good. Uh really enjoyed listening to it and yeah it's it's just solid continuation on their uh album they released last year so yeah check out warrior roots of hell if you uh, want a s- track to start with uh on march 20th uh, lucifer released lucifer 3 which started pretty strong uh but kind of lost me after the first few tracks uh so i would recommend just listening to the first few tracks because those i did really like but after that wasn't really my cup of tea. Uh, definitely check out Ghost, though. Uh, and uh, I don't believe I mentioned It's kind of a hard rock slash metal band. Uh, March 21st, Malokarpatan released Krupinski One, which is some black slash heavy slash folk metal. Just mixing all of it into one big pot with some Slavic folklore in there. And uh, it's really, it's really fun. It's it's got that kind of fun folk vibe, but it does have the harshness of like black metal, a kind of old old school heavy metal. Uh, so it's a great mix in that way. My favorite track is, and this is gonna be difficult, Kopinski Ona Postira Krate Te Horoku Vizlplanuli. and I hope that was close at least. <laughs> uh but yeah i really like that album check that out march 27th this was the busiest day of the month uh candlemas released the pendulum ep um it's some doom metal i gotta say i really really enjoyed the pendulum the main single of the ep but the rest of the unreleased material the demos i didn't really care for so my recommendation is just check out the song The Pendulum because that's a great Doom Metal song kind of like just a really really good bonus track to The Door to Doom which they released last year Uh, then also March 27th in this moment released Mother which is a great metalcore release Um, not the biggest metalcore fan but in this moment really unique uh, in a way mainly lifted up by Mariah Brink's vocals which are so good, so powerful these kind of big shrieking uh, kind of, I don't know, Banshee-like vocals. I don't, it's quite difficult to explain, it, but she's got really this this distorted, rough vocals in there. And it, it packs a lot of punch. It it's really hits you in the guts. Uh, yeah, there's some great songs on there. Uh, I would check out The In-Between, uh, which is my favorite track of the album. Uh, definitely go listen to that. Uh, then we have Necrovolt with Totenzug vestering peregrination uh, yes that's a mouthful but that is some German death metal and it is very good uh thoroughly enjoyed that album so check that out my favorite track of it uh, I seem to have failed to note that down. Um, yes my favorite track is uh, Psychomentium luminous flames. Uh, but there's some really solid stuff on there. Uh, then we have Temple of Void with the World That Was. Uh, this is some amazing Death Doom. Uh, it's it's really good. It's the vocals are just fucking deep and brutal. The the kind of flushing toilet noise uh, levels, you know, like like you can. They sound kind of wet but very deep and brutal. <laughs> and uh, there's some great riffs on there. It it gets kind of like b- more big uh kind of epic parts I guess, uh you could say because it kind of expands its that sonic landscape, but it's it's really cool, uh brutal as all hell. Really really check that out, Temple Void. Uh then Wake released Devouring Ruin. Uh, which is a kind of extreme metal release which dips its feet in death metal black metal and grindcore uh, all at the same time Delivers a great album very big variety of track length there was like tracks of 10 minutes and like a minute I believe and anyways pretty long pretty short but it all worked very well well it flowed very well the album listened very nicely and uh, it's some really great great stuff uh, check out mouth of abolition it's, uh, good track there for you and then last up on the new releases we have zyle with I am your god uh, which is a absolute brutal brutal hardcore release Uh, my favorite track is the title track I am your god which just has this amazing chant slash scream uh, of the song title on there and uh, yeah it's a solid ass hardcore release so check that out and uh, that's where the releases for March, not the busiest month, but uh, April coming up is gonna be pretty full. But that's for the end of the show. For now, we're moving on to my top five albums of the month, starting off with Mirker Volkesanga. <laughs> Which is a folk album, not a folk metal album, just straight-up folk. Uh, specifically, Mirkir is Danish, uh, Danish folk. Uh, it's got some... Uh, I looked up the instruments that were in there. It's got some pretty s- cool stuff. It's got your pretty much, like, expected, like, piano. It's got choir in there, violin, uh, an organ. But it also got something called a harpa. Which is uh, a Swedish folk instrument. Looks pretty gnarly, but yeah, that's pretty uh, cool. And it's the entire album has it's a beautiful folk album. Mirker is an amazing uh, singer, and it's got this kind of you know calm ethereal feel to some of the songs. It's it's very beautiful, uh, especially the opening on Tor i Helheim has this kind of beautiful uh, opening vocal line. Uh, which is very high, and it's kind of blew me away. It's pretty cool. Uh, they've got some pounding drums on there, but like more like the slow, like dun, dun, on the Ramund. Uh, yeah, but they also have some more kind of faster, more upbeat, fun, folky tracks. Uh, like uh, fager som ros, tracks like that. And it's it's very solid from beginning to start. I listened to it many times over because it's yeah, it's just very. Uh, enjoyable Uh, there's only one English track on there which is a good thing as far as I'm concerned I really enjoy uh, hearing this different language and uh, having that in there I mean it is folk music so you know that seems only logical Uh, but it is the track that uh, got stuck in my head sometimes because it's the only track where I could hear the lyrics so I got the lyrics stuck in my head a little bit Uh, it's house carpenter if you're a fan of folk, definitely check this out. Uh, I did. I wasn't really familiar with Mirka. I was f- vaguely familiar with her name because I believe on her previous album she did some black metal things that she put in there and some people weren't happy with that. I don't know. I just listened to this album. This is a great folk album. So check this one out. That's all I will say. Then moving on to our second album uh, we have Igor with spirituality and distortion and Igor is weird. It's some kind of baroque break or chiptune death metal with the occasional accordion and other assorted weird instruments. Uh, Igor uh, is the project of uh, Gautier Serre who is kind of... Metal, multi instrumentalist, uh, slash DJ, slash whatever, musical genius or something, I don't know. Uh, but he has made a few albums, and recently Igor has become a more uh, group project as he's been joined by Laura Lapunenec, which is probably pronouncing wrong because it's French, and Lauren Lunoir, um, and Sylvain Bouvier on drums. Uh, the previous two were the vocalists. And both of the vocalists, there's male and female vocalist, the female vocalist Lauren, Lorraine, and the male vocalist is Lorraine. And uh, the, they both can kind of do these amazing operatic vocals as well as really intense screeching or uh, more grunting kind of vocals, uh, the female vocalist uh, Le Punene. Uh, can especially do these with like shrieking intense vocals as well as beautiful operatic baroque singing and Laurent can do just straight up good amazing grunting as well as uh, really great uh, singing as well. their vocals and the drums uh there is a lot of uh, as i said before there's actually chip tunes in there sometimes uh there's a song with an accordion there's a song with an oud uh, which is a lute like instrument there's a harpsichord which is classical european piano like thing there's a kanun, uh which i might pronounce wrong it's a middle I- middle eastern instrument which is kind of like It looked like this table with strings on it. I have no idea how you play that. As well as the sitar, which you may actually know, which is an Indian string instrument. A lot of strings on there, which really um, feature on the first few songs, which kind of have that more uh, Asian or Middle Eastern sound to them. And some of the later tracks have some more, like, Italian operatic influences. It's really weird, but the mix is the perfect kind of weird. where It works so well, and it's really, really cool. Uh, so, like I said before, Downgrade Desert uh, is kind of a Middle Eastern-sounding track. Camel Dance Floor, uh, which I think is the one with the sitar on it. And worth mentioning is on the sixth track, Park uh George... Corpse Grinder Fisher, from Cannibal Corpse, make an appearance uh, to lend his vocals to this song, which is really cool. Uh, it is This is the song which mainly features the chiptune bit, uh, and I never would have thought that it would work to have Corpse Grinder sing death metal vocals over chiptune, but it, it's good. I really fucking enjoy it. Uh, accordion on Musette Maxime. Uh Paranoid Bulldozer Italiano and some amazing kind of operatic vocals by Laura La And uh, some chants from Barocco Satani and some weird Italian, I think Italian sounds and Kung Fu Chevre. It's a great album, just a weird mix of so much stuff. Uh it's his previous album South of China, so it was similar, but it's now bringing even more weird stuff in and just somehow turning it into something. Amazing! Don't know how he does it. Check this album out. It's great. Forever, bones and will stand. The rotting emptiness will lead the world. Moving on to our third album. Uh, we have Hyborian with Volume 2. Hyborian is a kind of stoner, sludge metal band. Uh, very similar to High on Fire. Uh, they're made up of a bassist, a drummer, two guitarists who both also do vocals. Uh, and it's kind of uh, just very... You know, it's high pace, it's fun, gets your blood pumping. But there's also a kind of a bit of a... I don't know, a spacey vibe in there. You know, kind of slowed down with the... Uh, guitars in the background sometimes doing some nice uh, spacey bits and uh, the dual vocals especially on this album work really well Uh, because they do some uh, sometimes kind of do these things where they're trading vocal lines and it really Uh, creates this extra intensity, especially on uh, the first song, the opening track, Driven by Hunger. Uh, One of them is shouting, today for the hunt, and then the other one answers with tomorrow, the feast. And they keep skipping more words until, at some point, I think they're just uh, chanting the hunt, the feast, and uh, as the song kind of ramps up, that really creates this amazing kind of, uh, I guess, tension or, you know... uh, ramping up of 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 intensity and it's really cool album really just enjoyed it back to front I've uh, also got some great uh, like planet destructor has this great kind of sting uh, with uh, where they shout chaos Reigns at the end of uh, chorus is really cool and yeah and it overall it was a really, really cool album uh, from start to finish the standouts are definitely driven by hunger planet destructor uh, The final track is also pretty interesting because it's 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 pretty long. It's like eight minutes long, uh, which is pretty long for considering the rest of the album is pretty normal song length, four minutes uh, in the hall of the travelers. Uh, But yeah, it's 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 pretty great, Uh, especially since their last album. I only really listened to as above, so below uh, that one track, Uh, but this album I enjoyed more in its complete glory the entirety of the album so yeah some great spacey stoner sludge metal uh, in the style of high and fire but with some more you know with dual vocals uh, adding so a lot to it and with some uh, yeah i would call them spacey guitar riffs in there sometimes you know uh, yeah really cool we have code orange with underneath and this is a hardcore release code orange are pretty well known in the hardcore scene Uh, I've never really gotten into them that much before Uh, I've listened to their previous album so I wasn't really hooked Uh, but this one really got me Uh, this is a weird album it's um, got uh, some programming on there like some electronic things as in they do this weird uh, start stop things in songs where they are just throwing this wall of noise at you with this absolute brutal thing and then sometimes there's some synths in there and then it will stop like going completely signed and start again to even enhance kind of i don't know the chaos of the the song uh which is really really cool They've also got some uh, pretty great uh, vocals on there. They've got clean vocals and the more shouting hardcore vocals on there, um, which they mix really well, especially on songs like Sulfur Surrounding and uh, Ottoman Carbine. Uh, one of the more, they also have very just straight up brutal tracks. Uh, Swallowing the Rabbit Hole is pretty much loud all the way through. And then Who I Am is a bit of a more calmer track, but they all mix really well together. The vocals work really well. And I think this is just a great uh, example of a great hardcore record. Uh, It does have that variety so that the entire album doesn't blend together. And it does have those great uh, kind of vocal lines and uh, little riffs and moments that stick in your head. uh, So that you are like, oh fuck, I want to hear that that part again and you just uh, listen to the song again you come back to it that's that's kind of what it did to me so code orange underneath very good very solid album uh, definitely go check it out with our final new release of my top five. Omega Infinity with Solar Spectre. Omega Infinity is actually the side project or uh, black metal project of Xenor or Xenir or whatever, uh, who is the uh, vocalist from Nobleaf's Caris, one of my favorite bands who are kind of... um, band who mix like a kind of progressive black metal with they mainly they have also violins and a violin and clean vocals uh, to create this really interesting black metal sound and this is here is straight up black metal um, project he does it together with tentacle parkinson who plays all instruments uh, which is mostly guitars drums and uh, keyboards on this and uh it is a pretty cool album it kind of has that weird unsettling uh, feel uh, all the tracks are named after planets of some sort um in some way at least most of them the roman naming but you also have Sol, which uh, is norse as far as i'm aware uh, but might also be roman as well it might just be a coincidence But yeah they're all named after planets and uh, some of the tracks are pretty straight up just harsh black metal uh, with this great kind of uh, riffing but the keyboards in the background kind of adding uh, this 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 kind of rhythm to it kind of uh, a pounding kind of rhythm uh, and also really just enhancing uh, the rest of the songs uh, by emphasizing certain things and kind of getting more of that weird and unsettling creepy sound in there And yeah, it's really cool, especially tracks like Soul and uh, Terra are kind of strange uh, and uh, different from the other ones. Uh, Sometimes the songs sound like a bit, like there's a bit of more bright musical stuff in there, only to contrast it and make it all sound more evil (laughs) and unsettling, Uh, but I don't know. But yeah, that's a really pretty cool album, uh, which I really enjoyed. really solid black metal album, which is uh, very much... It is black metal, but it's not generic. It does do some interesting different things to stand out, which I really enjoy. move on to five other albums I've been listening that did not come out uh, this past month or even this year Uh, and we're starting with Outlier by 12foot Ninja which is an album which has been absolutely just glued into my brain for half a year or so Uh, I've not stopped listening to it Uh, I will often kind of drop in and out of albums and find them back again after a while stop listening again but This album I've just been listening non-stop for a long, long time because I just, I'm not getting sick of it yet. It hasn't happened and I feel like it's probably not gonna happen for a while. A progressive metal album uh, but it has kind of these uh, strange things in there uh, they've got some uh, strange vocal things going on where they do things that I feel like they shouldn't work but they do uh, they have one of the, fi- the final song of the album uh, dig for bones as a part where they literally do something that sounds like the Mario Wahoo but it works in the song and it feels like it should be done, but it isn't, <laughs> and that's really, really cool. And yeah, they do some really cool stuff with that. They also have a, a kind of, uh, I think it's a Japanese stringed instrument. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called, uh, specifically on Monsoon, uh, and uh, that that adds a lot to the sound. It's really, really cool that mainly all of these songs have very um, I don't know satisfying catchy parts in them that are just very interesting all of the sounds ve- all of the songs sound very different uh, but it, it, even though they do have a very consistent style like this very much feels like this is all the same album by the same people but the songs do sound very different. Uh, and very diverse and despite that they do all have uh, in common that I think the vocals do a lot for it like the combination of the vocals with the backing vocals uh, do a lot where they kind of uh, do a lot to emphasize each other and have these great lines they have a lot of clean vocals but also some harsh uh, kind of more not quite grunting but like distorted uh, vocals on there which work really well to give more oomph to some of the parts of the songs and uh, I, I generally find it quite difficult to explain why I love this album so much but I just can't stop listening to it so all I'll say is just uh, just check it out it's really damn cool all the highs and the lows. I'll be moving on to number two, Ruthless, the Evil Within. Now Ruthless is a kind of heavy slash power metal band, um, and they released an album last year, Evil Within, which I really enjoyed. The first time I heard it, I was, I didn't really care that much. It took a few months after that actually for me to listen to it again, really pay attention, and I for me to kind of fall in love with it a bit. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the album once I did that. got some great catchy songs on there, uh, not to mention the album art is also uh, amazing, great kind of reaper guy on there with a battle going on in the front. It looks very DD, but then the guy just has a gun. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's uh, especially some some greats. the vocals kind of also kind of have that fantasy feel. Uh, especially songs like Evil Within, Skulls, Storm of Souls have these really great kind of hooks and, uh, choruses, uh, that really, really kind of get stuck once you really pay attention to them. It's not too long. Solid album, which makes it great for re-listening. I always prefer, uh, short albums not always but most of the time because it's 40 minutes this and they're just great songs and then I tend to listen to it more and more just again and again Uh, but that can be true for longer albums as well but it's harder to make an hour and a half of songs that are so good that if you're done you want to listen to it all again Uh, though it can be done but yeah Ruthless is some great heavy leaning power metal uh, with some great riffs some great vocals Check that out. Go! Now for another weird one, with uh third one, uh, Sacred Monster with Worship the Weird, which I suppose is uh, most close to epic doom metal, uh, and the weird part about this band is mostly the vocalist, who does some... Weird stuff. Uh, It's it's very funny because the album is uh, based on some Stephen King, some Lovecraft stories, some cryptids and whatever. It's called Worship the Weird. It's based on weird stories and those kinds of things. of the songs do kind of carry these little vignettes or stories and the vocals kind of fit themselves to that. Where like in for example Waverly Hills you have these very windy ghost-like vocals just very very high. Uh, which kind of fit with the kind of ghost-like theme of that. And with High Confessor the first song uh, the vocalist is actually playing the part of the High Confessor who is snarling and shouting at you for... That he's going to get you to confess no matter if you did it or not and stuff like that. Nightmare 20,000 Feet where he's singing as a kind of crazy person who's seeing this horrible monster on this plane after being released from a sanatorium. And is just wants someone to uh, believe him that this thing is there. Uh, And that really adds a lot to kind of uh, the music where it's it's this little... um, the, the lyrics, like this, the lyrical subjects, the topics and the vocals and the music feel kind of entwined here because they really do kind of fit to each, into each other very nicely on these songs. Uh, other than that, they're just very enjoyable. This great riffs, very, uh, very memorable, catchy riffs in places. And uh, it's just very, very fun. Uh, but these vocals, they are what you need to give them a chance because at first I didn't like them at all. Uh, But after an extra listen, after a second listen, I kind of, they start to grow on me, and now I love it so much. Uh, With these kind of weird out-of-the-box things, you need to give them a second, maybe even sometimes third or more chances uh, before you really can kind of, they grow on you, and you can really kind of hear, like, oh, that's actually pretty cool, and really start to enjoy them. It just takes some extra time and effort sometimes to really get to the cool, enjoyable stuff. Then, fourth up, we have Zeal and Ardor with Stranger Fruits, uh, which is a kind of strange project. Uh, it mixes black metal with kind of uh, with uh, kind of African spiritual music, and it uh, is a project by Manuel Gagneux, uh, who started it based on a suggestion from 4chan. Uh, the guy on 4chan was kind of being a dick, But it resulted in some really cool music. uh, Because this music, uh, very thinly combining black metal, kind of takes the aggression from that uh, harshness. and Makes some great black metal, but mixes it with that uh, spiritual music. Uh, And the lyrical topic, uh, where a lot of the songs uh, deal with slavery and the African slave trade. And it mixes that to get this kind of very powerful message. Just really... Uh, yeah to get this very powerful message uh, out of the music Uh, I mean if you just by looking at the song titles alone you have uh, titles like row row and ship on fire you ain't coming back we can't be found built on ashes or so the accusers or the people of the other side I would say that they would make ideal human sacrifices like at the surface it's already just very cool music combining these kind of really long cool build ups and just launching into absolutely brutal black metal um, but that extra layer beneath it is very, very interesting. Uh, also using some very interesting voice samples and all that to enhance it even further. Uh, I just absolutely love this. It's it's so unique and different. It came from a kind of strange place, um, but it's, it's something very interesting music that there's nothing really like this. It's very different, uh, very cool, and I am absolutely in love with this album, and it's kind of great that something this amazing can come out of uh, what was essentially a kind of bad, mean-spirited comment on a dumbass forum. So I think that's really cool that he made something this uh, amazing and 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 powerful out of that. So that's that's really cool, really great. So yeah, Zelandoni, Stranger Fruit, great album check that out roll, roll, you're never gonna go. Then we have a last up, Nub Livuscaris with Urn, uh, which is their 2017 album. Uh, like I said before, uh, I thought it would be fun to c- include them in there uh, because I was talking about uh, Omega Infinity, uh, which is a side project of one of the vocalists from this band. So this band is a kind of progressive black metal band who has a violinist who also does clean vocals. And they kind of mix this uh, very interestingly to create this kind of very beautiful, serene music which mixes with black metal and kind of ramps up and down. They have very long songs because they have these very slow buildups with acoustic parts and the violins and the, the clean vocals only to ramp it up and up and up and jump into more of the black metal influences to ramp up the guitars, drums, and uh, mix the vocals together in really great, amazing ways. Uh, I mean, one of their shortest tracks they've ever made is on this album. It's 7 Minutes, Intravenous. so if you want to know if this is something you might like, check that track out. Uh, but I feel like they really deserve the long track lengths because they really just do so well at that build-up uh, and having that really great... Uh, Yeah, just it makes it the harsh parts even better to have this really amazing, long, uh, well crafted build up to it. Especially a song like Aerie. Which is one of my favorites. uh, Which is like 11-15 minutes long. I think. Uh, And it has a violin duet in it. And for the most part. At the start. For like a solid 4 minutes. Maybe longer. It's very calm and quiet. Until it builds up to these harsher louder parts. uh, Which are also very very good. And I just. I enjoy the mix overall. Just a lot. Uh, So yeah that's just a great album. Uh, I like Citadel, their last album as well, and I'm very excited because apparently they're going to be releasing a new album this year, so you'll be hearing about that when it comes out probably. And yeah, it's uh, some really cool, unique music, uh, which is kind of what I have the second segment for. It's just my backlog of music that I love, so that I can talk about that as well. So, check out Earn by Noble Viscaris. It's a really amazing album, great beautiful violins, vocals and black metal things as well, check it out. Now, onto the upcoming releases for April. And April is pretty full of stuff. <laughs> um, so, let's start at the beginning, on the 2nd of April. Uh, we have Freeways releasing True Bearings, uh, which is heavy metal band, which I'm very excited about. I love their AP. Uh, 3rd of April, uh, ARA is releasing En Ergo Enai, which is some atmospheric black metal. Uh, Ad Infinitum is releasing Chapter 1 Monarchy, which is symphonic metal. August Burns Red releasing Guardians, a pretty big metalcore band. Cabal is releasing Drag Me Down, which is some weird Deathcore stuff. Dynasty is releasing Dark Delight, some kind of symphonic, progressive metal, uh, kind of in between there. It's really cool. Uh, loved the single so far. Uh, loved it so far. Lady Beast is releasing the Vulture's Amulet with some old-school heavy metal. Uh, It's pretty cool. Testament is releasing the Titans of Creation, some thrash metal. Testament is great. I love Brother of the Snake, really excited for this album, some good shit. Uh, April 10th, Benighted is releasing Obscene Repressed with some death metal. Metal Church releasing From the Vault, which is uh, they're a heavy metal band. This is uh, unreleased B-sides and recordings and whatever. Uh, remastered and packed up into a nice package. Nightwish is releasing Human 2, Nature, which has a bunch of weird dots in there which I don't understand the purpose of. Uh, It's a very well-known symphonic metal band, Dutch uh, vocalist, very good. Spell is releasing Opulent Decay, which is a kind of strange, spacey, heavy metal band, pretty cool. The Strokes are releasing the new Abnormal, it's an alternative rock record. Then on April 17th, Aborted is releasing La Grande Masquerade, e- the EP. Uh, I love Aborted, great band, love their previous album. Abysmal Dawn is releasing *Phylogenesis*, which is a death metal record. Really excited for that. The Black Dahlia Murder is releasing Vernimus. Uh, they're kind of melodic death metal, mixing some metalcore black metal in there. They're pretty cool, very consistent, love their previous album. Or uh, really enjoyed it. Funeral Leak. Funeral Leech is releasing Death Meditation, which is some brutal death doom. Uh, chemist is releasing is releasing Doomed Heavy Metal, the EP, uh, which is some doom metal. There's uh, quite a few covers on there from what I've seen so far. Uh, Oransi Pazuzu is releasing Mestarin Kinsey, which is kind of weird psychedelic black metal stuff. It's, uh, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> and Rip the Shredge is releasing Luan, which is some death metal. Then finally, on April 24th, Black Curse is releasing Endless Wound, which is some blackened death metal, sounding real good so far. Kirith Ungul is releasing Forever Black, which is epic doom metal. They're one of the originals uh, to kind of start the doom metal genre, and they have returned. I didn't like them that much when I've listened to them, but I'm going to be checking this out. Elder is releasing Omens, uh, so doom metal. I love Elder. I've loved the Silver and Grey sessions. Silver and Grey? I'm not sure if that's correct. Uh, and the album before that, really enjoyed that. Catatonia is releasing City Burials. They're kind of progressive rock slash metal. Uh, pretty cool band as well. Solicitor is releasing Spectral Devastation, which is some speed metal. Which is there's some umlauts and the o's there. Solicitor, uh, and the Wizard D, I think, because there's weird apost- apostrophe between the R and the D. It's releasing Subterranean Exile. Uh, some doom metal. And then Traveler is releasing Termination Shock, which is a heavy metal record. Trivium is releasing What the Dead Men Say. Uh, they're kind of trash metal, Metalcore uh, band. They uh, aren't f- they get put in metalcore thing a lot. I thought they were mostly metalcore band, but they do have some other influences in there, so that's gonna be interesting. Ulcerate is releasing *Stare to Death and Be Still. And the combination of it being a technical death metal record. The title of the record and the album art. I'm very excited. And Warbringer is releasing Weapons of Tomorrow. Which is another thrash metal record. Warbringer's last release, Woe to the Vanquish, was very good. So I'm very excited for this. They have released a few singles so far. And yeah, April is looking to be a very good month. And uh... That was it from me for uh, March, and uh, I'll be back again with the releases for April.